I'm former Congressman Gary Franks. And I'm his son, Gary. I'm millennial. We're discussing everything from politics to sports and pop culture. From very different perspectives. We speak frankly. Yes, welcome back, folks. And now we are getting ready to do the final five, the top five basketball players of all time from 1960 to the present, even though we kind of stop it around 2012. So if you were drafted after that, we, we are not including you. It doesn't mean that you're not a great ba- basketball player, but you just don't have the stats that everyone else would have at this point. Uh, so with that being said, it's tough, but all of these folks are legends. And as I mentioned in the past, Gary, sometimes I ask myself, when I travel through a snowstorm to see this guy play in January. And some players, as I said before, you mentioned the great Tim Duncan. I wouldn't go across the street to see Tim Duncan play. But when you get into, that doesn't mean he's not a great player. He, he was a great player. But these individuals, the last five, they are truly, truly quite special. So at number five, and we're going to have some disagreements along the way because right off the bat, you do not have this person in your top five, Gary. And that is probably, well, not even probably, the greatest player, or I should say the best NBA player of today. And that would be LeBron James. LeBron James is at number five on my list, Gary. I know all the pundits on TV, all the sportscasters have him rivaling someone else that we know of who played in Chicago. He ain't close, period. Not close. I don't care what measurement you want to look at. There are four other players who are far, 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 Far. I'm gonna keep going with the fires, but this is only a you know 30 minute segment. Better than LeBron James and accomplishments. Is he a phenomenal athlete? No question about it. Is he one of a yes, he is. But the numbers just do not represent being any higher than number five. NBA titles, three. There's a whole bunch of people who have more titles than that. Three. NBA Final MVPs, three. Once again, nothing to write home about. MVPs, four times an MVP. And you're going to see that others have uh, matched or surpassed that. Now, he's played longer than anybody of recent vintage. I mean, the guy's been playing about 17 years. He didn't go to, high, didn't go to college. So he's a 16-time All-Star. God bless him. That's a great achievement. No question about it. No question about it. MVP of the All-Star Game, three times. All-NBA, first team, 12 times. Second team, two times. Third team, one time. He's Rookie of the Year. But do I see a rebounding title? No. Do I see an assist title? No. Do I see a block? He has one now. Well, we'll see if he gets it. He has one now. He's averaging. 
He's having well, 10 assists a game. He's clear of, of everyone by, by one okay. assist. So now he well, does have an assist title. Hopefully, hopefully, well, the season has not ended. Hopefully, it will continue. But at this point, no. Does he have a scoring title? Yes, he has one. That's hey, that that's really good. I like. I can name a lot of players with one. I think Dave Bing has one. Okay, I don't have him as one of the top fifty players in the NBA history. So he has one scoring title. Let me give it. Okay, that's great. Okay, rebounds career wise, seven point four. I can give you about thirty people who have that kind of rebounding percentage. Assists, seven point two. Now, for a person 6'8", that's very good. But there's a top Oscar. There's a top – I can name 10 people. And no, it doesn't, folks. It doesn't. Shooting percentage, 50%. That's, you know, that's fine. Nothing to rave about, but it's good. You know, we're going to talk about a person who won the field goal percentage title nine times a little later. Free throws, 74%, right in the middle of average. All defensive players six times. That's good. That's very good. That is very good. So before his career is over, will he climb this list? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, yes, he will. Yes, he will. But at this point in time, is he above number five? No. But by the time his career is over, LeBron James could have scored more points than any other player in the history of the game. And that would be a remarkable achievement. But until he does that, he has he cannot be ahead of people who have done that along with more titles and along with more MVP awards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So despite all the pundits who would like to tell you that the person that they're looking at today is the best player because they're seeing them today and they don't want to reflect back on the players who were absolute legends for a longer, for, for a long period of time, not 17 years, but for a long period of time and have far better stats than LeBron. No, they don't want to talk about that because they don't, they don't want to look at that. They don't want to rack their brains to go back to the 60s and 70s to actually look at those players. They'd rather just talk about what you're seeing today, and that's fine. But just say it. He's Yes, he is the best player today. Yes, he is. But when you're talking about all-time greatest, he has some time to move up this list. But right now, the best I can put him would be at number five. So he's too high on your list. And my number five is it's actually very funny that you mentioned LeBron at five because my number five is actually a person that a lot of people go back and forth on as if he's better than him or not. And that's Kobe Bryant for me. Okay. You know, 18-time All-Star, you know, five-time champion. This goes on and on with Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant. There's really nothing, you know, I'm not going to go through all his stats. There's really no need because we know how great the Black Mamba was. But I thought what was very interesting and the most buzzer beaters in NBA history, Kobe Bryant has the most by 26. And LeBron actually is number two, which actually surprised me. He has more buzzer beaters than Michael Jordan. Mm, I didn't know that. Definitely either. surprised. Kobe Bryant is fourth all time on the scoring list. LeBron is third. But really the reason why I would have Kobe over LeBron is to me, Kobe just a better player. Mm-hmm. He's the most fundamentally sound player in NBA history. He's the better offensive player. He's a better on-ball defensive player as well. Kobe made 11 first-team All-NBAs, and he made nine times first-team All-Defense and three times second-team All-Defense. That's 12 times he made the All-Defensive team. 
Kobe Bryant was a better defender than LeBron, in my opinion. I think LeBron was a better help defender. But as we saw in the last game that that was just played, which is Lakers and Clippers, LeBron has absolutely no jump, no mid-range jump shot at all. Mm -hmm. And it really bothers me. Mm -hmm. When you look at the way LeBron James plays, he's able to do this because of the era that we're in. So when I look at the two, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, it's just very clear to me that Kobe was just the better player. I think LeBron you know, is phenomenal, and I agree with you that I think LeBron's going to climb up higher on this list, and I think if he wins another championship, he will definitely surpass Kobe Bryant, even though LeBron will have less championships. But those last two championships Kobe Bryant won in 2009 and 2010, to me, took him over the top for me because he was the finals MVP in both of those runs. LeBron was supposed to get there to play Kobe Bryant, and he never got to the championship game, and they had the best record both times in the Eastern Conference. And I believe both of those times LeBron won the MVP. Mm. So it's just too many. For me, LeBron just has too many losses. I'm only digging in a little deeper here because the last time we spoke about LeBron James, I had him number eight on my list. Mm. I didn't really get a chance to dig deep um, into this. But if LeBron would have won the 2011 finals, he would be number five for me. But that is the worst debacle from a superstar we've ever seen. He's lost by the a record finals margin in 2014. Just too many failures for me to have him that high on the list. Well, Gary, I, I agree with you to a certain point. I, I do have him in my top five. You had him number number eight. But I, you know, you you said some excellent points. I was very pleased to say that LeBron has made the All Star team 16 times, but Kobe did it 18 times, and championships we know you know lebron had three and lost was in the finals and lost a, a slew of them i got six or five or six or whatever kobe won five six of them and kobe's won five, kobe won five. Kobe's I mean, so five how, two in the how how do these people other than having some pet peeve against kobe bryant you know rank kobe so lowly and yet they want to talk about lebron and use him in the sentence with the person who we'll talk about much later in our episode. Um, and it, it makes absolutely, absolutely, from any now, objective barometer, no sense. Well, here's what they do also. They also say Kobe has one MVP. And we don't want to get too much into the stuff that happened off the court, but we all know why Kobe Bryant does not have more than one MVP award. Um, and that 2005-2006 season, he averaged 35.4 points a game, which is, I believe, a t- what, top, 15 scoring average of all time. It's probably top 10 if you take all of Wilt Chamberlain's numbers out. It's probably a top 10 scoring average for a season in NBA history. Yep. And that mm-hmm. was the same year he scored 81 points in a game. Yep. And I just finished watching this game, which I thought was very interesting. Against the Dallas Mavericks that year, that team got to the final play at the Miami Heat that year in 2006. Kobe Bryant scored 62 points throughout three quarters of play which was more than the entire Dallas Mavericks team. Mm. So in that one game, Kobe Bryant, through three quarters, outscored the entire team, a team that got to the finals, and they took Kobe out at the end of the third quarter of that game. Mm-hmm. So that season, Kobe Bryant was by far the best scorer in the league, and he was the best scorer in the league for many years after that. Well, and that was also the first year without Shaq as well. Yeah. And also, Gary, as I said before, the title that LeBron has as of today would be one scoring title. Kobe has two. 
you know, so all defensive team, 12 times, as you mentioned, 12 times, nine times first team all defensive. That is outstanding. LeBron, six times. And so, for, I mean, no matter how you want to look at it, if you're going to be fair, if you're going to be objective, if you're going to be talking purely about basketball, because I think LeBron has done some great things outside of basketball. I think he's he's done some community, et cetera. He's done some great things, and he has to be admired for that. But when you're talking about on the court, and I also love the fact that Kobe competed in the slam dunk contest, and obviously he won it one year. No, no. There's no way that LeBron could be higher than five at this point. And quite frankly, Gary, you're making some arguments that would warrant him being a little lower than number five. I'm not going to go there, but I'm saying that you're making some excellent points that would warrant him being lower and having Kobe Bryant on my list be even higher because I am, and this is, has nothing to do with the sentimental love for, that I have for Kobe in light of his, his, his recent death. It's just purely on his performance on the basketball court. And it's been, it's been great. And the fact that he stayed with one team this entire career, I love that. I love that. I think that's fantastic. And, and, the, and the great ones do. The great one, the real great ones, they do. <laughs> you know, they don't play for you know, okay, yeah. who's hot now? Who am I gonna No, they don't do that. I mean, did Mickey Mantle do that? No. Did Willie Mays do that? No. Did Johnny Uniters do that? No. I can go on and on. None of the really, 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 really great athletes shop around and try to find the team to join that I can win a championship. They don't do that. They simply don't do that. And you lose points, as far as I'm concerned, for taking that type of posture. It's good for you, but it's not good for the sport. In fact, it gets even worse than that, because during that season, where we all know Kobe Bryant's teammates, especially the center on that team, that was one of Michael Jordan's great picks, uh, Kwame Brown. But Kobe Bryant was asking for a trade out of Los Angeles Mm -hmm. around that time before they were able to pull up the Paul Gasol trade. Mm-hmm. So that's the exact opposite of LeBron because LeBron would have gotten the other guys traded. Yeah. While Kobe was trying to get traded to go on another team. But at the same time, to LeBron's defense, it was also a different era as well. We're in the team up era, the AAU era, and that's just the way it is at this point. But wow. no, I don't even know how you can even put him ahead of, uh, you know, uh, Kobe. I'm sorry, Le- LeBron ahead of Kobe Bryant. But I want to add one more thing real quick. I was going to go a little bit off topic, but I got to say this. For all the people that have been listening, you know that I was picking on you for the Jerry West pick somewhere <laughs> in your top okay. 20 or whatever. Uh-huh. And I have to take it back because I said a statement that is true, but it's not the full context okay. uh-huh. in the situation. Jerry West finished second for the MVP four times. Wow. Which I think is phenomenal. For one perspective, and very interesting in another perspective, that four times, and I believe two of those times, it was actually back in back-to-back years. Mm. And, you know, he was tied with Larry Bird, who finished second four times as well. Mm-hmm. Which I think, again, shows how great those players were, especially in Larry Bird's case, because that means he would have had, what, seven MVPs in 13 <laughs> <Yeah>. years? <laughs> which would have been just... Ridiculous. Yeah. So LeBron's a great player, but no, he shouldn't be. To me, he's not in the top five yet. But I understand why you have him in the top five. I just think it's a little too high. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's high by your standards, but.
But Gary, as you well know, if we listen to any one of the ESPNs or any of the sports yeah, stations, they're talking about. they yeah. have LeBron is, 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 oh yeah, well, it's really close. No, it ain't close, okay? Or, you know, it's or not- some of them have them as the GOAT. <laughs> Yeah, it's and not I'm looking around. I said, it is you know, not, it's don't not lose close. <laughs> it's not close. Look at the yeah. statistics, folks, and just be a little objective. Maybe it's the best you have seen. You say that best that I have seen. That's fine. That's fine because you're not that old. Okay, but that's fine for you to say that. But don't even, don't even, it's not in the, even, even in the same zip code as the the top player of all time and the second top player of all time in my estimation. I mean, quite frankly, the third and the fourth because yeah. he's number five on my list. Now, now you know what? I want to piggyback on that and I'm going to slide into my number four Okay, as you're saying that because there's one thing that they always say about LeBron and that's the fact that he makes his teammates better. And I don't know if he's made any teammate better because if you look at all their numbers, once they start playing with LeBron James, their numbers go down, and they are forced to play a different role. So I don't know if that's the fact that Bron takes over the team or not, but my number four is a guy that actually made players better, and that's Magic Johnson. Oh, okay. Magic, you know, I think you had Magic outside the top ten, but to me, Magic Johnson, just like Kobe Bryant, a five-time champion, in his 12 years, you know, in his first 12 years before he took the hiatus, or the retirement, he went to nine finals in 12 years. So for me, it was very important, and you'll see this throughout the top four or the Mount Rushmore list, you have to own a decade of winning. That's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, based off that point I just made, you could say, well, LeBron should be there. The key word is winning. You have to win. Magic Johnson has the highest career average in assists with 11.2. Before he retired, I believe he was having 20 points and 11 assists before he, he took the hiatus. He made every player better. That's just the bottom line of it. The best thing in my mind for Magic, real quick, I want to say this mm-hmm. as well, is that I love the fact that every year Magic got better. Mm-hmm. There was a time when he was called Tragic Johnson because he choked against the Boston Celtics in 1984. And then he came back with the baby sky hook the next year. And then he learned how to shoot well enough. So people could, you know, respect them. And that's what I want to see from a player. And even with today's players, you know, we don't see the improvement that we think that we should be seeing. But Magic Johnson improved every single year to the point where Magic one year, actually for a few years, averaged over 20 points a game. Mm -hmm. His best year, he averaged 24 points a game and averaged 12 assists. Magic in the beginning would not have been able to do that. So Magic... For me, is number four. You have him very high on the list. I, I thought I did have Magic in my top ten, but I have to check that. Yeah, I may be wrong about that. You, you, you did have him in your top ten. Yeah, because he, he you did have him in your top ten. Yeah, he's he is a remarkable player, and I and one of the things I like about Magic, and I'm gonna say this, and then I'm going to uh, contradict myself in a few minutes as well. Uh, he won at every level. I mean, wherever, wherever he showed up on the court, there was a title. <laughs> you know, I don't care. It was high school, NCAA champion in 1979. He won the Olympics, Olympic gold medal. Yeah, I mean, 
five NBA championships. The Magic was there. They won. And, and that is something that is very comparable to my number four, which I'll mention in a second. But, um, you know, I'm, I was very, I've always been very, very impressed by Magic Johnson. And he's done an outstanding uh, job in his other life as far as being a businessman as well and has helped the black community. I, I, I Nothing but praise for him. And I, I like guys who, who lead the league in things. And he, you know, assist leader, a great defensive player, most valuable player three times. I mean, he's, he's the epitome of a, of a champion. When you, when you use the word champion, you, there's certain pitches that kind of just faces that kind of just come right at you. And, and Magic Johnson is one of those. And also, he passes my, would I pay money or would not pay? Would I oh, travel through a snowstorm in January to see Magic Johnson playing this prime? You better believe it. I would put chains on my car and my tires, and I will get there. And I would leave extra early, and you can make I the argument. would get there. Because he changed the game of basketball. A 6'9 guy playing like a 6'1 guard have never happened before. And it was, it was just absolutely a thrill to see Magic make all of his players better. I would have loved it. Been a, not that I was good enough to do that. But the point of it is, he would get you the ball, and all you had to do is shoot. All you had to do is put the ball in. And guess what? When he would get you the ball, because two or three guys would be hanging on him, you were wide open. You have, as I used to say, that David experience where you view to lead the guy open because you figure he's not going to make it. But in the case of Magic, they would have to try to stop Magic. And while three guys would be clawing all over him, he would throw some behind-the-back pass right into your hands. And all you could do is like say, okay, let me think about this. Should I take this shot now or should I take one dribble and take the shot? You could do either one because you would still be wide open. Special player. Love the guy. Love the guy as a businessman. You can make an argument that Magic Johnson, you can make an argument. I want to interrupt you real quick because I want to add something in there. But you Mm -hmm. can make an argument that Magic Johnson is the most exciting player in NBA history. You can really make that argument. And Magic Johnson changed basketball forever because there isn't a LeBron James or a Ben Simmons or any one of these of those type of players. You're, Gary, that's an excellent Because point. he was because the first six, nine point guard dribbling the ball up the court, which is also let me, important let me, to me because impact me, is another. Yeah, go ahead. No, you're, you're saying everything I would say. I agree with you because back in my day, Gary, and even in this 80s, if you were six, nine, the coach automatically said, you're playing down there. You're playing back. You're playing the front court or you're playing center. No, 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 no. You don't bring that ball up the court. You give the ball to one of these guys. Okay. That's your job. Magic changed all that. <laughs> he changed all that. He's he was like, okay, coach, that's fine. But guess what? I can dribble better than everybody else. Guess what, coach? I can pass the ball better than everybody else. And guess what, coach? No one's gonna ever block my shot because I'm six nine. And who's gonna guard me, coach? One of those guys who are like six three, six four? Ain't gonna work, coach. So I think we better change the game plan. And smart coaches did. And he won every type of level that he was at he always won so i know i have to have him in my top 10 another argument for someone who could be even higher but the other players who are ahead of him i just cannot budge any one of those players who are in my top four so to speak and i think that he does along with kobe does rival lebron for that number five spot quite frankly i think that that's a uh, 
you're making some compelling arguments I'm here. Above LeBron James. <laughs> you're making some compelling arguments in that, but I'm going to let LeBron stay at that number five spot, not to go back. But uh, I could me, I could see how a person could have magic thing. ahead of them. Yes. Right. Right. Let me add one more thing to it. Is magic also helped lengthen another person's career that's on this list? Well, let's not talk least, about that. Person I think because, is on this list. Yeah, that person. I don't know. That person's going to come up later. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but, but let's just say this: magic helped make another guy who was in, on my top fifty, James Worthy, to me a top fifty player. That's the impact that is important that I don't think LeBron does at the same level, anywhere near the same level as Magic Johnson. No argument there. So my number four, and getting back to winners at all levels, and I'm going to say this because even though I'm going to make an exception in a few minutes, and you'll see why I'm going to make that exception, but my number four, most people would not have him lower than my number three, which will come up next, obviously. But I cannot bump him. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. But this individual, I'm going to put him below my number three person, who obviously four is, you know, obviously lower than three. Um, because of the fact that that number three person has so many individual achievements that you can't deny them. But so my number four, let's get right to him, is... A man who is alive today, still living, a great American, and that is the great Bill Russell. Following three terms on the city council and three terms in Congress, former Congressman Gary Franks' consulting firm has helped scores of companies, large Fortune 500 firms, small businesses, and even startup companies secure millions of dollars in federal government contracts and international business opportunities. Congressman Franks, a Yale grad, author, Fortune 500 executive, and former visiting professor at Georgetown University, UVA, and Hampton University, will use his knowledge, experience, relationships, and strategic plan model to help you reach that next level of success. Schedule your participation in an upcoming webinar to learn just how Congressman Franks can help you. For more information, email gary at garyfranks.org now. Yes, the great Bill Russell. So, Gary, when I was first looking at basketball games on TV, they, they used to come on every Sunday, the game of the week, they were, they were called. And just like the Yankees in baseball, almost every other week, the Celtics were on. And so we, we, whether you wanted to see the Celtics or not, you saw the Celtics. And it, it was amazing how Bill Russell was able to mentally beat down people. I mean, just mentally beat them down. He would like look at a guard who would be driving to the basket and just look at him and the guard would go, ah, I think I'll change my mind. <laughs> he would dribble the ball out or he would pass the ball. He wouldn't have to jump, he wouldn't have to do anything. Just look at him and, and all of a sudden, mentally, that person would not go any further. Or the ball would be passed down low and Bill Russell would be at the foul line and the ball would be passed to someone who has an easy layup. And the guy would automatically double pump because he knew that Bill Russell was somewhere around. He didn't know where he was, but he knew that he was somewhere around. And he would double pump, double pump. And then by the time he would triple pump, Bill Russell would be there. And then he would go up for a shot, and he would, Bill Russell would not just block the shot, 
but he would block the shot so it would stay in bounds and would start a fast break for the Celtics. So he, his numbers, and I know I talked about stats and this, this so important and everything. No, but this is one occasion where one player mentally, mentally beat other players down. Yes, he was more athletic than, than just about everybody on the court. He's faster than a speeding bullet. That's what it looked like anyhow for a lot of the players. He could jump out of the gym, and he was a track star in college. But he just, the guess the word is, intimidate everyone. Now, at times, it looked like a one-man zone because he stayed underneath the basket or stayed in the middle. And this man didn't, you know, but then again, you didn't have centers who were able to shoot the ball from far out. So he was kind of close to his man. But no one, no one went to the basket without thinking about where is Bill Russell? Don't know if they really kept the stats for, for block shots back then, Gary. I, I don't think they did because, but quite frankly, he was the only one. He and Will Chamberlain were the only ones getting blocks. So it would have been just a two-man battle. But he mentally beat people down, and he did not care. Very few players can say this, especially those in the top 20. He did not care about scoring points. Could he score? Yes. But did he care about scoring points? Not, not really. And it, it's reflected in the fact that he never averaged 19 points a game. Never. Never averaged 19 points a game. His best was around 18.9 points a game. His career scoring average, 15.1. <laughs> and here I have, have him as the number four greatest player of all time. Shooting percentage, he was kind of... Ugh. 44%. Missed a lot. And most of his shots were dunks. So <laughs> you shoot 44% with most of your shots coming from in the paint. Uh, it's a little shaky. Free throws, let's not go there. 56%. Probably one of the, you know, not in the top 10 tier. He's in that bottom tier as far as free throw shooting. But 11 times, 11 times, yes, NBA champion, but 11 times, he averaged over 20 rebounds a game. In fact, one game, Gary, he averaged, he scored, he, I mean, he, he was able to get 50 rebounds. No one's ever done that other than someone else who we'll hear about, hear about a little later. No one else was able to do that. Four times rebounding champ. And that was tough because he had to go against someone else who we're going to talk about a little later. At least I'll be talking about a little later. 12-time All-Star. Could have been far more, but he didn't play that long. He didn't, he didn't play 17 years, 18 years. MVP awards, one of the reasons why a lot of great, great players did not receive an MVP award was because of this guy. He won it five times back in the day, which was very hard to do. 11 times All-NBA, the first team or second team. And something else that no one else will probably ever do. He won a championship as a player coach. Yeah, he used to come out of the game, sit on the bench, and coach the team. And then when he, when he, as the coach, felt like going back into the game, he just took off his stuff and went back into the game. No one else has done that. Has anyone done that in basketball and football? No. Has anyone done that in baseball? No. Has anyone done that in any sport? No. And so when you look at the achievements of Bill Russell, some would have him higher than where he is because of my next person or I have at the number three spot. 
I wrestled with that, but four is the best I could do. And, I, and that's after saying how great Magic was and how great Kobe was. But number four is where I would place the great Bill Russell. And I'm a true admirer of him today, as well as I was when he played on the court. At the time, Gary, there just weren't that many black people on the basketball court at that time. Just And the Celtics, I, I think he was, no, they had another one. They had South Seth Sanders, you know, from time to time, Sam Jones. The team was a great team. It, 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 it was different because they had a dominating rebounder. So all the other players had to do was basically cheat. When I say cheat, I mean from a basketball perspective. They just ran on the court <laughs> because they knew if the ball was going to not go into the hoop, Bill Russell was getting the rebound, and Bill Russell was getting that ball out to them, and they just took off. So Larry Siegfried, who my former classmate at Yale mentioned in, in a Facebook remark recently, Seth, shout out to you, Seth. You know, he, would able, he was able just to go down the court. Bill Russell was set a pick for people. I mean, they were able to just run a gun. But they were running gun and get layups, not three-pointers from like the Houston Rockets. And, you know, they were running gun and get really good mid-range shots or layups. And the other team just, you know, just had to just watch them in many instances. And thus, they had the 11 NBA championships. The Yankees of their era, of their sport, to a degree. Because no one, no one's been able to do that. And so when you have a situation where you've achieved certain goals that no one else was able to, to achieve, you just have to be way, way up on the list of the greatest of all time. And that is why I have the great Bill Russell at number four. Don't forget to subscribe.